Beers and Tears would like to acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land from which we conduct this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We recognise their continued connection to the land and waterways and sky of this beautiful place, and we pay our respects to Elders past and present, and extend that respect to all First Nations people present today, and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. This episode is proudly sponsored by the beautiful studio space at Small Time Group. Supporting emerging artists to refine their products, develop a plan, and connect with peers and the industry. Two hundred kilometers. No, you don't live close to me, but I still pop in to see what we. Hello everyone, welcome back to Beers and Tears. Today I'm joined with Stephen. Hello, morning, how are you? Hello, good morning. Uh, thanks for having me. No worries. It was this like a, a do not disturb. I was do you do you do not disturb your phone every time you sleep? I'm just con- I'm consistently on do not disturb. <laughs> I feel like I should uh, not be, but no, I used to be like that, and then all my friends would be like. I will never ever call you if I'm in trouble because you're never gonna pick up the first time. It's like the jail call. Like I will never get the jail call because they'll have to call twice and it'll just not go through. Yeah, my friends have just stopped trying. Uh, we've we've moved past that. No one's trying to contact me anymore. Oh anything. wow, the dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amazing. And well, I kind of just wanted to go back um to the beginning of your music making um to begin with and just chat about like what were your first memories of making music in your life oh that's a that's, it's a good question um i i had like a very i was never like a very musical kid when i was younger i think what happened was a cousin of mine came down from melbourne i it came yeah came up from melbourne and um he was just living with us for like a year or something and he just showed me all this really cool rap music like he put me onto like mac miller odd future um joey badass like you know denzel curry just all this really cool hip-hop and i was just like yo what is this because i only used to listen to like pop music whatever my sisters listened to or whatever was on the radio um and then um in high school we got these laptops these com- school computer laptops and then um we had garage band so i'd be in the back of the class like you know tapping away trying to produce stuff and all my friends started noticing that i wasn't doing work and i was at the back and then um they all started like listening to some of my stuff and then that's kind of just how it gained like some momentum like my my friends in school were like this is pretty good it was rubbish but they were like it's pretty good you should keep trying to do it and i was like yeah and, and you know i guess like with a little bit more time i started uploading stuff onto the internet like soundcloud and then started meeting like friends who are kind of like now like famous and shit like that but it wasn't that deep for me at the time i was just like 16 uh, 15 whatever we're super young just putting out music on the internet meeting really cool people and that turned into a career in australia which i don't know didn't plan any of this out didn't think it would actually happen i just was making stuff in my room or in a classroom so, yeah, yeah. Unreal. and you've since moved on from GarageBand, I'm assuming. Yes, yes, I'm no longer on GarageBand. Uh, it 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 uh, it helped at the time, but I've moved on. Yeah, amazing. And what what kind of what's your production process look like now? Are you an Ableton? Are you a Logic user? Yeah, yeah. So um, I got tired of people shitting on me for using uh, Logic because they're like, it's just upgraded GarageBand. So I started oh. doing like, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, a lot. Look, 
Maybe it's just the producer community where a lot of people talk shit. And I love Logic. I make, I make heaps of stuff on Logic. Like, um, but yeah, now I kind of dance it. Like, I, I play with both. Like, um, in lockdown, I started to learn how to use Ableton just so I could be in sessions. And if someone had Ableton up, I could be like, yeah, I kind of know what this mm. is and I could, I could help. But yeah, no, I think majority of the music I've ever put out has been made on Logic. But I've, I've made some bangers on Ableton that have made, that have gotten a final release. So. I don't know, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I feel like Ableton is like a lot more like dance production. I feel like that a lot of dance producers will like be diehard Ableton people, but everyone else is like a logic person because they're just like, I don't need all the things. I just need a simple logic vibe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I like, I do think, I do think the the way that Ableton looks really like shoots itself in the foot like it's i don't know it, it's it's a weird one I, I definitely agree i think like um ableton is way better for like getting like the types of sounds you need for dance music and it's just it just depends on what works for you like um in terms of what you want to use but they're, they're both great i'm yeah. not on the side yeah that's logic, cool. leaning towards logic. Yeah. totally i feel like logic uses a chill and ableton uses a diehard fans of ableton you know They'll be like, you have to, you cannot be, like, they are just like, they've got all the things. They love Ableton with their whole heart and soul. Yeah, I agree. They, uh, Ableton users are low-key haters. I've never heard, like, a <laughs> logic <laughs> I've never heard, like, a logic person shit on Ableton, but I've heard every Ableton user shit on anything that isn't Ableton. It's like a little Ableton cult. They love it a little too much, but they love it, you know? Amazing. And I guess, what does your music sound like now? What What are you making? What kind of themes are you covering at the moment? Um, yeah, I I think like I've co- I've gone back to trying to like I've gone back to like instruments a lot. I think when I was younger, I was really interested in like playing stuff, and um, not that I, did, I stopped playing stuff, but like I the music went into like a little bit more of like a pop um electronic vibe for a little bit or like an r&b kind of like electronic vibe and now it's kind of back to the instruments i just really thought about how i wanted stuff to sound how we play it live and stuff like that and it's just it was fun for me to like learn how to do these things again because that was one of the most interesting parts of making music when i was younger i'd be like how did someone come up with this baseline or how did someone play these chords or um and yeah just finding the love for the instruments again and just energy there's like an energy and i guess what i'm talking about is like a lot of personal life stuff which i've never really been good at i think i'd write in like like i'd write with very vague sort of themes like hey it's a love song hey it's a but i think i really talk about my life on this project like i talk about specific moments i talk about like where my headspace is at with stuff um and and i don't know why i started doing that i guess it's just happened because it became relevant but Hopefully people connect with it because of that. Cause I don't think I've been this, Hey, this is, this is what's going on ever in my music. So yeah, hopefully people, hopefully people connect with it and they like it. Do you feel like it's because you've become like more confident in like yourself as an artist? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would say that. I think I'm just more confident um, even in myself as a person. I think, what I think what the biggest change really is like I I'm approaching my music from being a person and then it being consumed by people as art instead of feeling like oh, I'm an artist and I have to 
be anything. I don't feel like I have to be anything anymore. Like I don't, I don't feel the pressure of anything. Like it's weird. I don't like, obviously I want to succeed and, you know, you want the millions, millions of streams and, you know, the radio play and everything like that. But I just don't give, I've been doing this for surprisingly a very long time um, for my age. And I just don't, I don't want the same things out of music. I just want to make stuff that's cool and honest to me. And um, if people like it, then that's amazing. If people, if it's not people's vibe, then that's cool too. Like it's really just for me at this point. Yeah. Awesome. And we're getting to almost halfway through the year now and you've already released a couple tracks. Um, But most recently was Reptilian, just kind of like a bit synthy and did a bit of research on the reptilian brain for this track. What, what did you learn about the reptilian brain? Well, the, so, um, I didn't go in depth. I don't want to like mislead anybody. If you're ever curious about the reptilian brain and <laughs> yeah. you're using me as your source of information, but what essentially I, when I was, it was weird. I might've been watching like some type of like one of those national geographic things, but I was talking about the reptilian brain and how it's like, um, it's just associated with like, like instinct and the, the so a primitive, it's like a primitive brain. It's like what we needed to survive just the bare minimum. And I guess, how I tied that into the theme of reptilian is because like, I think in the whole project, it's like, for me, it's like trying to progress and progress personally to understand myself a little bit better. And reptilian is like the second track on the song. And it comes for the first track is basically talking about like a relationship that didn't work out. And then reptilian is like me trying to distract myself from like all the things that didn't work out in that relationship and why it didn't work out. And instead of like, using higher or like, you know, thinking, thinking, uh, thinking reasonably from like a mature place. Um, it's kind of just like, nah, let's just, let's just vibe. Let's just hang. You know what I mean? So like, just use like the, the, the sentiment there is just like the song is meant to be fun and everything like that, but I was kind of avoiding thinking properly. So I was in the primitive brain. I was just in the, you know, just whatever vibe. Um, but it's a bop. And I wanted it to be a bop. I kind of wanted, I want to, I want to hit, I always use this song as a reference, but I'm a big fan of Hey Ah by like Outkast because the lyrics are so, the lyrics are really insightful and they're very meaningful and they're a little bit sad, but like the vibe of the song is just so fun and uplifting. And that's to me like the best song. It's like the vibes are cool. People can dance to it, but you're saying something that's important to you. If you can do that, you're writing perfect material in my opinion. So awesome. yeah. Long-winded answer to a very simple. No, no, I love that. That was interesting. Cool. And then you've got driving part two that came out this year, um, which is like driving's cool. I think it's actually one of my favorites because it's like a bit slower. It's like a bit sexier. It's cool. Um, Yeah. How did this collaboration for part two with Charlie Berg kind of happen? um yeah yeah, tell me kind of sonically what your vibe was for the creation of driving so the song part two was meant to be part one like years ago i I made driving like i made driving i think either at the end or midway through when we're having those really weird covid times i was making driving because like um i think they had just like lifted restrictions so you could drive a certain amount to go see someone right um all right, so yeah, it's it's another. So like, I'd written it, and then I was just like, I was like, you know who would sound great on this, Charlie? And the 
the way that me and Charlie have a relationship is because like, I, like I said, I was a crazy kid on the internet, just like making all these friends and they were not, no one was famous. Like all these people who are like kind of famous now have profiles. They were just like me making music out of their bedroom. Um, but the relationship stayed the same. Like they're still fans of what I do. So he heard it and he's just like, man, I'm going to get you this verse. It was two years. <laughs> I waited like two years and he told me he would he had recorded it and I'd message him and then like heard nothing. And when the song came out, he's like, dude, you put the song out without me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, dude, it's been like two years. What do you think I was going to? And then he's just like, can we do something with my verse, please? And I was just, then I just messaged my managers and they obviously talked to the wider team and everyone was really cool about it. And I'm just so happy we were able to put it out because he was like, yo, like we need. And I was just like, you might have missed your window, man. I, I he didn't miss his window. We're gonna put it out, but like yeah. I was, I was, I was playing ball. But that's how that happened, and yeah, cool, awesome, and yeah. What kind of inspired the? It's just I feel like it's a very different track in comparison to like a lot of your other stuff. Where where did that kind of sound come from? Um, it's it's like I think at the time I wasn't really listening to the stuff that I normally listen to. I think I might have been listening to just like I might have been listening to like a lot of like just older stuff that I like, like maybe some Bill Withers or some um, mm-hmm. some Al Green or like some Stevie Wonder. Like I think I wasn't really listening to like current music back during that lockdown period because I just really wanted I wanted vibey stuff, like stuff that wasn't going to make me think. And I think low key that might have slipped into the music creation because like I listened to it and I'm like this kind of sounds like an like an old like like those traditional love songs or whatever and um yeah I have it's so weird I don't even know what happens because like I just sit down and I don't know exactly what I'm gonna get or I don't think about the sonic vibe I just play something and then the chords influence everything or the drums might or it just happened but like. I don't like it. That's become like a favorite amongst the audience. And it's like, maybe I need to do like some more slow jams. Yeah. I think it's just different. It's like a nice, like it's unexpected. You kind of just like, you've got sort of a so- sound that is the Steven sound. And then you play that song and you're like, where the fuck did this come from? That's cool. That's, that's low key, like a big compliment. I'm always trying to break. I'm like, if there is a sound, <laughs> I'm always trying to be like, yeah, let's not do that again. So right. that's cool. Sweet. We would like to take a moment to thank our sponsors at Bodrigi Brewing. Stingray's new XBA comes out swinging as a full flavour 4% of froth. The newest addition to Stingray's finest beer range. It's bloody tremendous stuff. Tropical, hoppy, pulling, no punches. Brewed in Abbotsford by Bodrigi Brewing Co. Proud Beers and Tears sponsors. And we've got a new track incoming yeah. called Hello Goodbye. Um, it's pretty bouncy, very upbeat. Good morning, put it on in the morning, and you're like, that's what I did this morning. I was like, all right, I need a refresher of the song. And I put it on and I was like, whoa, like I'm awake, I'm alive. Awesome. Um yeah, there's a track, is this how you treat all your a track, a lyric, is this how you treat all your boyfriends? Um, which is like a pretty prominent lyric that kind of flows. Yeah, yeah, throughout the, the song. So, yeah. Um, yeah, what were the inspirations behind this track and, yeah, that that lyric? Yeah, it's kind of like I wanted something that kind of could be interpreted in two ways. Like, is are you treating your boyfriends like shit? Are you treating them really well? Like, I wanted something where I could just have that as a theme in the song and where people could be like, well, what, 
what's the angle and um i guess like making the song is really just everything was coming from like a, a very positive light but i wanted to play i wanted to play with the idea of like because of the hello and the goodbye it's like maybe like maybe without like being pretentious about it but i wanted to be like the things you look forward to in relationships and the things you don't saying hello like inviting the good the good the good things in relationships and then saying goodbye to the bad ones and shit like that because in the song it's just like um in the first episode, like, hello goodbye pretty please let's not be enemies um pretty please let's not be enemies um get my peace from your teeth when you smile i'm at ease yeah got the keys to some sweet memories been a while since i smiled since a kid since something yeah whatever I'm, I'm just going through the lyrics so i can remember what the sentiment was but i think what i was trying to do was i was trying to like i was trying to have the the opposites like you know okay i feel really good with this person right now but at the same time like being feeling this good with somebody is making me realize what i feel like when they're not around and what i feel like normally and then kind of like being like you know is is this the feeling that you make everyone feel like you know what i mean like to this person um or this girl and through the whole song it's kind of just me trying to work out how to like get rid of all my shit in order to like maintain this relationship you know what i mean yeah. so um but once again i just wanted to do it in like a fun way like i wanted the song to be upbeat i wanted it to vibe and i think even with my vocal performance i was trying to like break out of like break out of sounding too controlled i wanted my voice to sound like a little bit wild in some some parts of the song and I just I like I like how the song feels a little bit unpredictable to me. Even when I was structuring it out, I was like, "Now here's a guitar solo, midway yeah. for no reason." And I it's it's just bring, like it being fun again, like taking it back to when like there wasn't the pressure of I didn't know what a strong structure was, and I was just doing whatever. I want to take it back to sort of stuff like that and just being like, "Does this sound good to me? Yes, cool. Then that's all that matters." Unreal. Yeah, cool. And what? What have you been listening to lately that has inspired kind of your music, I guess, at the moment? At the moment. Um, I think all the music that's coming out is really new to, it's obviously new to, to, to you guys. It's, um, it's a little bit older to me. I was listening, I think Hello, Goodbye, specifically that sound is like kind of like maybe a punk vibe like i had a feature with this guy named tommy richmond um last year in a song called crash and i i don't know i just like the energy that he has on songs so i think i was listening a lot to that and wanting to be like okay how crazy can i sound and i still sound pretty tame because i didn't go that crazy with my voice but um i just love i love how weird and experimental his vibe is and just trying to do stuff like that recently I hate, like recently I kind of hate admitting this, but like, what's it called? There's this album. It's a Radiohead album, and I don't, I don't like, I don't like that I love it this much. But I hadn't listened to Radiohead before. Where is it? Um, like properly, and I think it's called in. What's it called? In Rainbows. In Rainbows and Weird Fish. Weird Fish in Rainbows. I've been playing that song like it's my job. Yeah, that's um, like that is like, what is. It's like Weird Fishies, and then it's um, it's like a, it's like a two part vibe. Yeah. That is one of my yeah. favorite songs on that record. It's 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 a solid. I don't know. It blew my. I heard it and it blew my mind. Like I saw a, a YouTube video and I was just like, "What is this?" Yeah, it was just so cool. Yeah. I know. It's like it sucks. It 
it sucks to admit that you're a Radiohead fan. <laughs> you're like, damn it, they got me. <laughs> it's just all all the all the kind of associate, like all the things that come with it is what sucks. Like I was just like, I like this music in secret, private. <laughs> yeah, amazing. And you've got an EP coming in July. Yes. It's called The Loners Club. Mm-hmm. How does this EP kind of play out for you? What does it represent for you as an artist? Uh, that's a that's a great question. Um for me, it's like I think I didn't mean for it to be that way, but I think it's just like little moments, little significant moments that's happened over the last two years that have kind of led me to the point, like I said, like I'm just at a place where I'm happy with myself and I'm happy with doing what I do and not 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 being a part of a kind of like the rat race in terms of like, oh, I've got to be here by this time or I'm competing with anybody. I I think it's just like a lot of like personal personal stuff that I I've always wanted to be able to talk about and not not be able to talk about and I don't know it's it, I think it's like the beginning of one journey and like the end of the last like even sonically and stuff like that I think I was just trying to flex as well I was like I've been doing this for so long so I can do this I can yeah. produce this I can write like this and just wanting to show people like wanting to show people that like over the past what five years this is how good I've gotten at these things. And this is like, it just show it's a, a showcase of just like a lot of stuff and the sentiment, like, you know, loners club is also standing, like being, being an individual, just having my own thing, like existing in scenes and everything like that, but just kind of doing my own thing, being happy with doing my own thing as well. Mm. I think that's what it is. Cool. Well, kind of like on that topic, you released your first track, She Goes, demo yeah. in yes. 2018. Um, I guess how do you feel like your sound and your journey has, like, evolved up until from then up until this kind of point in releasing this new EP? Um, yeah, I think I, it's weird. I think I've kind of done, like, I've done, like, a full circle thing and I've kind of ended up more or less at the beginning again yeah uh, (laughs) uh, so from she goes i did the i did the indie thing and i was doing doing the guitar and the band thing and um had like you know the the songs that did well with triple j like time and no more regrets and warm and all those songs that people ended up connecting with and then i veered off and i did the project uh with lucy and we did um which was the ontogeny project, which is more R&B, electronic and stuff like that. Then I had like a little set of singles that were kind of more pop oriented. I had the 20 song with Tucker. I did Mr. Pants. I did um, Hope It's Not. I did all these like little like pop love songs. And then um, then we had last year where I was finding myself again and I was producing 100% of my stuff again. And I did Crash and then I did Auto. And auto is like a personal favorite. Auto was like, okay, I'm finally starting to get back to what I want to do. Then I did driving and then driving had its moment. And now we're rolling out the EP. And I feel like after the EP, it's like I am back at the beginning. But like with perspective, I think I was already doing what I wanted to do. I just didn't know why into when I really she goes. Now I know why it's important for me to write my own stuff, why it's important for me to produce it, why it's important for me to be in my own lane i was doing it before but i just was doing it because it's just what i'd always done 
but I, I feel like over the past five years or whatever, I've realized why that's so important. And I don't think I, I don't think I, as an artist would be able to be happy with myself doing it any other way than how I'm doing it now. So it's all coming together eventually. Like it all that. came- that's cool. Mm. I feel like a lot of people are having their full circle moment. At the like, just because it's like when you first start making music, it's like the purest form of like your enjoyment as yes. well. It's like this is why I always did it, and then you kind of sometimes can get just like caught up a little bit in the journey, and then a lot of people end up just like finding themselves back at that point of like, okay, this is actually why I ever wanted to do it in the first place. Yes, yeah, it's it's just so nice, like a hundred percent. Like I would be doing this for free. I would be doing this if I didn't have a career. I'd be doing this if everything, mm. if everything like fell through tomorrow. I wouldn't stop making music. I'd probably get a normal job, <laughs> and I just keep doing it. So, and you're right. It's because when you have to, you have to. It's like, it's just such a good feeling. It's like a sense of completion. I don't know, validation for yourself. You don't need anybody. You're just there with like you know some sounds, and you can sit back and be like, wow, I made that. And feel really good. Like it's literally one of, if not the best feeling. I I get a lot out of making music, like a whole lot. So feels good to get back to that and enjoy it. And my last question is: if someone had never heard your music before, what are three songs that you would want them to listen to? No, oh, <laughs> that's I've got a massive catalog. That's insane. Um, okay, I you would want you them- can do five songs. No, 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 you, 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 it's good that you're restraining me. I think this okay, is, this okay. is, good. this is a good way to do it. I think I'd want them to listen to driving because that's just been, it's been having like the most, the most different response I've ever had. So I like that. So driving, I'd want them to listen to auto because I really, I just personally like that song. And when the EP comes out, I want them to listen to a song called If She Stays. Okay, sweet. Is that like your most proud song on the EP? I, I, it's the only song that like after time is getting better and better for me to listen to. Like I listen to it and I like get sentimental and shit. Like I like the song. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today. It's been lovely. Thanks. Thanks for the questions. Like, um, some deep cut questions. I had to think, I had to think. Great. I'm glad. It was really good. It was really good. I enjoyed it. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much. To you, you know I'm striving to get to where you're hiding. I know you want me, girl. I've been